bit more like what we used to be. And then you come here, it's, it's almost overwhelming. Then you get to see the difference, like immediately. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's the food supply. I mean, there's a lot of other lifestyle stuff too, for sure. But, um, you know, it's the food supply. The food supply really is toxic. And there's very, very little in a grocery store that's actually edible and nutritious to the human body. So is it lacking nutrition and have chemical laden issues that are solely killing us? Absolutely. Both. It's both issues. Both issues. The soils that we've been farming, the commercial farming, they only focus on three elements, nitrogen, phosphorus, and potassium, NPK. If you've ever seen a fertilizer bag, you see those letters. That's what that represents. And that's all that commercial agriculture focuses on because it's the three big nutrients you need to to have plants be healthy. But actually plants like you, and that's kind of like almost like in a human being, we know about carbohydrates and protein and, and fat, right? Those are kind of the big ones. But you need a ton of other micronutrients, right? You need, you know, copper and selenium and vitamin B12 and all this other stuff. Well, the same thing is true for plants. And those big commercial agriculture, they've been planting over and over and over and over again in those same fields for decade after decade after decade. And really, all there is in there is that NPK, which actually they apply too much and it ends up going into our water supply and everywhere else making a huge mess. But there's none of those, those uh, you know, malnutrition. United States, gosh, we are way more malnourished than most other places in the world. Like people think, oh, those poor Africans, you know, they're malnourished. Americans, by far, are much more malnourished. Less than half of the U.S. population is getting half of the RDA, the recommended daily allowance. And the RDA is not what you need to be healthy. That's only the minimum amount of nutrition that you need not to show symptoms of disease. So you're not talking calories. You're talking the minimum RDA of nutrients. Right. And there's a difference. Yeah. So the RDA is just to show not to show symptoms of disease, right? There's a huge difference between not having symptoms and then being healthy, right? You need, depending on the nutrient, anywhere from twice to 10 times as much as what the RDA recommends for real, really vibrant health. So, and so that's one of the reasons we're seeing every disease just skyrocket. And then our, our average age has decreased, which should be alarm bells for people. That Those numbers are starting to come up. And, you know, my own mom lived to 93, and I know there's a lot of that generation that are living up into their 90s, but we are about to see uh, a huge cliff with age, uh, with dropping off and and dying earlier. Let me give you just one example. So the CDC says that they fully predict that one-third of all children born after 2000 will have diabetes, and most likely type 2 diabetes in their lifetime. Now, how do you talk to a human being that gets diabetes in their 20s or 30s? How do you expect them to have any kind of life and how do you expect them to get to 70 or 80 right when you know right from the get-go they're going to have diabetes right when they're young right you know well there is now since they haven't gotten the proper nutrition as they were growing up can they reverse it getting proper nutrition now i am a big believer in the resiliency of that um Actually, there, there have been studies that have been done on cats, for example. Dr. Pottinger did a whole series of cats on cats where they intentionally malnourished them for several generations. 
catch. And then, of course, after a while, the cats could not reproduce. But then they took the ones that were really damaged and they gave them healthy food. And within a few generations, they were able to regain full expression of cat good that you would expect. But only and after I, a few generations. That cat that was malnourished while they were growing up doesn't ever fully recover? That's true. I have a cat right now that I picked up. Uh, uh, at, you know, it was a few months old and it had been severely malnourished. And it never, it never will achieve the full uh, growth that it could have had. It had kittens and its kittens are huge because I gave those kittens really good food. <laughs> so I've seen it, you know. And, and it is, you know, um, I was uh, talking with Sally Fallon, who is a huge proponent of making sure that people get enough nutrition. And she's been, whoa, talk about a lady with a backbone. I mean, she has really been on it about what really is healthy and what isn't and traditional diets and how that really is more nutritious. And she and I were talking, I was joking around, I was saying, you know, it just kind of pisses me off that these kids are all wearing bicycle helmets all the time. You know, when I grew up, we never wore helmets, you know, we crashed into all kinds of stuff. And she said, oh, Marjorie, kids these days need helmets. And I said, why? And she said, because they're not getting enough calcium in their diets, their skulls are thinner. And the number of fractures and concussions and head injuries is skyrocketing with young people because they're not getting the fundamental nutrition that they need. So they need to wear helmets. Wow. That's really amazing. So now do the food companies all know this? Big agriculture knows this and they don't care. You know, I honestly don't know. Uh, I I have to look back. If, if I had been a captain of industry after World War II, which is where we really went into commercial, you know, chemical uh, mechanized agriculture in a big way, they basically said, hey, the war is over. Normally, you have a huge recession or a de depression, which you should because you just destroyed a huge amount of resources. So you've got to rebuild that, right? And they said, well, you know, we got starving people all over the world. And they said, well, let's turn our munitions factory. Let's turn these factories that used to make tanks and let's turn them into a factory that makes tractors. And then these factories that make munitions, a lot of the nitrates and things that they that you need to make weapons and, and bullets also are the same chemical components for chemical fertilizers. They said, let's just transform these plants and basically roll out this green agriculture and, you know, if I had been a captain of industry at that point in time, I would have said, well, here's the resources we have, and this looks like a solution to keep people from starving. You know, I can't fault how it has unfolded, and I honestly don't know. I mean, there's lots of people who look at Monsanto and go, they're just vicious and they're evil. They're so big, and they're basically fighting to survive and stay alive, and they'll do anything to stop any competitor, which might even be a home gardener. I honestly don't know. Uh, I, I know that a lot of the problem is just, you know, my own generation. When I was growing up, I was more interested in color TVs and college educations and computers than I was in, you know, growing food, right? So, <laughs> Okay, so I just gave you a piece of it uh, just to bring up the issue um, that we have many people out here that are in denial of several things that are going on in our country and the world at large. And their first answer to a lot of things are, well, that's just a conspiracy theory, or that's not really happening because I didn't see it on mass media. Facebook didn't tell me that. CNN didn't tell me that. So if 
these people that I trust to give me this content haven't confirmed what you're saying, then it's not happening. And that is very, very naive. Very, very naive. You can call it conspiracy or not. Depopulation is occurring. And it doesn't even take a rocket scientist to see that depending on where you're living, urban areas, even if you're living in suburban areas, but let's start with the urban areas and what's in the urban areas. We got bodegas and right now I'm, I'm visiting with my aunt and uncle and that's what's around them. If I wanted something in the middle of the night, I don't have a child, God forbid, but if I had a child in the middle of the night and that child needed milk, I'm relying on this local bodega for nutrition. And I can tell you that I've been, uh, you know, even in, in major areas and you look at the local stores and all the food is prepackaged food and the nutrition is not uh, suitable for anything. It's full of preservatives. It's full of flavorings. We don't even know what's really in this food. We just don't even know what's in the food. It is not sufficient for growing children, for raising children. And it's not enough to really sustain us and give us energy. And now we know that in even in the uh, hipster areas, I was living in Williamsburg for a minute, as some people know. We have this big Whole Foods. And I don't know how many people know that Whole Foods has been taken over by Monsanto. Um... So you don't even know what you're getting at Whole Foods. The selections are changing. If you go through those aisles, you can see people, please wake up. As you allow your mind to be controlled by whatever topic, I call it fake news, but mass media, whatever it is, whatever event that they say is an event, whether it's a Hollywood event like Harvey Weinstein or whether it's um, the shooting or whatever it is, they use it to dominate the news cycle and to control it when they need to divert your attention from other areas. And one of those areas is the lack of uh, nutritional food that is without GMOs and, and contaminants. And if you're so worried, you're worried about guns, they're killing Americans through other methods other than guns. And it's just as deadly. And we need to wake up. It's not conspiracy. It's obvious. But we're so polarized. No matter what happens, and I always say this, no matter what happens, whether you hate Trump or you love Trump, he's going to be fine. His kids are going to be fine. No matter however you feel about him, he's going to be fine. But are American people going to be fine? All these people in government that we are either staunchly uh, supporting or against, they have the best health care that money can buy. But do we? Do we have that? We don't have that. So... I'm just asking you, as I'm reminding you, and I remind myself, I'm not preaching to anybody because I'm just like everyone else, mindfulness in what we are giving our energy to, 
that we are fueling these arguments and debates on Twitter and we're not talking about anything immediate. What you put into your body every day that is real, that is immediate, that is important, as important as gun control or anything else. They, they are, who, and people are saying, who's the they? Oh, that's the conspiracy theory part of it. There's a depopulation agenda being uh, put on by the New World Order. If you don't know who that is, you need to look it up. They are the descendants of the Nazis and they're back. They're taking over the world. If you don't see it, you're asleep. You are asleep. If you think that your enemy and the enemy of humanity is going to go out of their way to give you a news bulletin while you're distracted by entertainment, television, and everything else, and you can't see that you don't have suitable food to fill your body and to give your kids, then you are asleep. No one, you are one of the people that they feel doesn't need to be here because you're not even aware of your own situation. You're not even aware of what you're putting in your body. You're not mindful. If you're not mindful about what you're eating and I'm mindful of, I'm eating the best of what I have in my environments because I got to travel to someplace else to get suitable food. And then it's got to last. So to people that are looking in that, I say, look up Humana. There are many other uh, businesses that have non-perishable nutritional foods that last a long time that you can store. Um, but this is something that we all need to be talking about. I'm not saying gun control isn't important. I'm saying that there is an agenda to keep us distracted every second away from the, the things that we need for immediate survival, like clean water, clean air, and nutritional foods. Kyla Powers for Kyla Powers Radio. The deep state. Now, he updated us on the proceedings of the mass arrests of these criminal syndicates. He updated us on the recent executive orders that were signed to pave way for military tribunals of some of these Illuminati. And he expanded, um, he updated us on the expansion of Guantanamo Bay Prison for 13,000 additional maximum security detention cells for the 13,000 plus sealed indictments for these deep state criminals. Um, if this is your first time joining us, I encourage you to go back and check out two of the previous conversational transcripts I posted with this same insider. One was on December 6th of last year, entitled Alliance Insider Coup is in Stage 4 of 5, and again on December 14th, entitled Alliance Insider, We're Going to See a New Gold-Backed Currency Worldwide. Now I'll squeeze in all of the caveats that I always do, which is that I don't necessarily agree, believe, or condone with every single thing that Arthur shares with us, but I always include it in its entirety for comprehensiveness in this investigation for you to make your own judgment call. Um, please weigh this against your own intuition, against your own research, against other insiders who've come forward. Um, I believe that Arthur is genuine and authentic. I've known him for many years, going on five years now, 
We've had hundreds of hours of conversations, both in person and on the phone. And for what it's worth, I vouch for him. But that doesn't mean anything to you if you don't know me. So uh, again, weigh this with your own discernment. Now, Arthur has a little bit of a sloppy mouth, um, so to speak, he, a dirty mouth. He um, curses throughout. So if you're faint of heart with that sort of thing, I apologize. Do we started a military coup? Yeah, I remember. Arthur said, because Obama said, bring me 10 aircraft carriers and we're going to convert them to NATO. And the admiral said, go fuck yourself. They took them back out. That was the beginning of a military coup. It got worse from there as to what Bill and Hillary and Obama got into. It got much worse. It went downhill to the point where Putin told Trump to run for president. He said to Trump, because Obama is going to put a new world order with himself and Hillary in. So somebody is going to have to take America back or you're going to lose your country and your hotels. These people are just about radical, radical, radical fairness. You know, new world order style, spread the money around. Well, it got to the point where Trump got into office and he and his team noticed that there was $7 trillion missing. Obama put us $11 trillion in debt, but Trump couldn't find $7 trillion of it. They didn't build any bridges, any airports, no buildings, no pipeline, didn't build a fucking thing. Well, where's the $7 trillion? Trump started finding hints and things from the CIA, the FBI, Interpol, etc. Obama was vicious and knew that if he got Hillary in, everything would be okay. But what Trump did is he put Blackwater, SEAL teams 2, 4, 6. He also brought in Delta Force, some CIA spoofs, black operative guys. That's his security. He doesn't have the Secret Service. He's got my guys, nasty fuckers. They play to win all the time, every time, every game. They don't necessarily give a shit as long as the good guys survive and their mission is carried out. Trump got attacked by the FBI. The Illuminati sent some people in and said, Hey fucker, you're not the first to take us on. Kennedy tried to shut down the Federal Reserve and take out the U.S. Treasury. I don't know if you've ever watched the Jekyll Island documentary by Glenn Beck. And I said, no, but I read The Creature from Jekyll Island by G. Edward Griffin. Arthur said, okay, so what Obama got into was flagrant and a huge abuse of power. Trump got wind of it just before Christmas, and he signed an executive order. Meanwhile, everyone's asleep. They're looking at this Russian collusion propaganda. Trump signed an executive order and nobody caught on for 30 days. The executive order deals with a national security threat. Now, if you don't know the UCNGA military law and tribunal law, it probably doesn't mean a thing to you. You might say, so what? He's dealing with a national security threat. With one more signature and without Congress's approval, he can take us into martial law. Any time from December 21st, 2017 through December 21st, 2019. Anytime he wants. With the national security threat, he froze the assets of about 9,000 people, companies, and corporations. We're talking about the pedophile rings, the deep state, the dark state, the 4,000 companies that Obama bought in Africa with taxpayers $7 trillion. Trump froze all the assets, all the titles worldwide. I said, yeah, I read about that. I, I have it here in front of me. 
It's called the Pursuant to the International Emergency Economic Powers Act, signed on December 21st, 2017, the winter solstice. That's the exact one you're referring to, right? Arthur said, that's it. He signed two more. He signed one on the 23rd and one on the 27th, which expanded it, Adam. The reason he is rebuilding Gitmo so fast, you know, Disneyland is having power failures, pipes are bursting at LaGuardia. What he's doing is he's picking people up. The arrests have already begun. Well, that's what I suspected. I heard that there were a number of people that they were trying to catch, so they created convincing headlines to avoid drawing too much attention. They also caught some people inadvertently by thwarting gun smuggling operations. They grounded flights, they shut things down, but then had to provide a story that the public would believe to explain why there was such a significant disruption. Arthur responded, Well, Atlanta Hub only has five backup generators and three turbine sets. It's without power? No fucking way. <laughs> I, I said, I also heard today that they issued an order to expand Guantanamo Bay to house an additional 13,000 inmates with maximum security. And they said it would be for migrants, but let's get real. There's now just over 13,000 sealed indictments. Seems like the Alliance is in the final stages of preparation for mass arrests. Arthur said, Well, this got on your radar, but it didn't get on anybody else's. I don't know if you've ever seen military tribunal law, but because of the National Security Act, there will be no civilian trials for anybody who is a threat to national security. I said, really? So we shouldn't expect to see public trials for the Illuminati? There will be no civilian trials for the Illuminati. It's going to be military tribunal when we get around to it. The general attitude in the alliance right now is if you're a threat to national security, we don't have to give you a civilian trial. And if he goes to martial law, he meaning Trump, he can just point his finger and say, put that fucker away and I'll tell you to bring, when to bring back the key. I said, when do you think the hammer is coming down on the 13,000 indictments? He didn't really answer the question, as you'll see, but he goes into more detail. Arthur said, right now, if you had 10,000 rats on fire, you'd have the Democratic Party. They don't know where to go. They're lashing out in every direction. They don't know what to do. My concern right now is I wish that somebody would start a citizen's party. The Democratic Party no longer exists. Um, so he does that from time to time. If he doesn't want to give an exact answer to a question I ask, he sort of um, gently sidesteps it. But he digresses. They have Hillary on 27 counts of treason. Putin bought their uranium so it didn't go to North Korea and Pakistan and Afghanistan and on into Iran. We have the data. We have the facts. We have Gitmo being built. There's apt to be a 90-day window where things get tough for the average citizen. There's a lot cooking. So, again, um, just, to, just to give a little bit more insight, he's told me that many times, that there's going to be a 90-day window. You should prepare for at least 90 days um, in case there's a food shortage, a water shortage, a power outage. He thinks that that is a really imperative move for your average citizen who's awake and aware. 
He goes on. I don't know if I've ever expressed this to you. The alliance has a checkmate. Look at who look at who Trump put in office. Five generals and two admirals. Hmm, I wonder how he's going to rule. Military tribunal. The military will get our country back. It will collapse the treasury and it will collapse the Federal Reserve. An order was given to dark ops and special forces teams. If Trump gets sick, these 4,760 people get sick the next fucking day. So the Illuminati, the Bilderbergs, the Trilateral Commission, Skull and Bones, G8, all these people live in fear that Trump will cough. <laughs> what I think is really telling right now is if you're watching any of the turbulence in the markets, you have the Dow plunging 666 points the day the memo was released. The deficit did the same thing back in October. There are so many contrived distractions with their satanic signature on it. Do you know what I mean? I asked. Arthur responded, The Dow is nothing more than a piece of used toilet paper that you scoop out of a sewer pipe. It's speculation. It means nothing. If you have a liar, a pimp, a prostitute, a drug dealer, and a junkie, who's going to prosecute, prosecute who? You get it? The recent FISA memo, I think, was the final nail in the coffin for the Russiagate narrative, and I've heard that there are many more memos yet to come, I said. Arthur responded, Well, here's what's coming. There's going to be a truth act that's going to come through the FCC, and you're going to lose your license if what you print is not evidentiary fact because it's a threat to national security. Remember how I said most people don't understand what a military tribunal is? I said, if something like this Truth Act came out during the Obama administration, I would be very worried. He actually tried something similar in late 2016, the Countering Disinformation and Propaganda Act, I think it was called. But since Trump is pushing for this, I have a strong feeling that they would use it legitimately. Arthur said, net neutrality, that's all going to get flushed. You're going to see the internet go to self-regulation. You're going to see a lot of laws for the criminal shit that goes on, like on the dark net, for instance, and it's going to be treated just like bank robbery. Our enemies are now China, North Korea, Saudi Arabia, and Iran. I said, there have already been mass arrests in Saudi Arabia of princes and kings, which was exciting to see. Arthur responded, it's all on the stove right now. It's all cooking. It's all boiling. There's a lot going on, but it's just like I said before. Protect your spirit, shrink your perimeter, prepare for a 90-day window where you can take care of yourself. Withdraw. Don't expand. Withdraw. You can't teach a mouse to sing, so don't try to teach some people how to think. Respect what you see. Don't cloud your perspective by what you want to see. See everything. Now, this is getting towards the end of our conversation, at least the part that was worth sharing. Um, Arthur is a very spiritual individual. Um, despite his intense involvement in the physical world, in the military, in, in all of these alliance circles, uh, he falls back on a on a really beautiful spiritual side. Um, so, you know, make of that what you will. But he and I talk about that from time to time. And regardless of 
all of the the nitty gritty and the minutia of the geopolitics, he will be the first to tell you that spirit is most important. That your spiritual hygiene and your um, connection to higher self is paramount. So um, at this point in the conversation, I said, um, I have a mantra that you'll appreciate. It's just something that came to me while I was falling asleep. I'll tell you what it is first, and then I'll explain. Meditation, preparation, investigation, conversation. Spend more time in meditation for the spirit than you do in preparation for an upcoming disaster. Spend more time in preparation than you do in investigation of conspiracies. Spend more time in investigation than you do in conversations with what others think is going on. That's your hierarchy of priorities. And Arthur said, you left out something that you're very knowledgeable about. I would add intuition for the universal form of energy. I think of meditation as the mental practice and intuition as the connection to the higher self. Now that concludes the um, sharing worthy excerpt from our conversation. But I want to say this. Weigh everything that he said against how it lines up with your worldview. Um, Please check out the two previous conversations. I will link to them in the description of this video below. If this is your very first time joining us, um, we have a lot of good content on our channel. And I would encourage you to check out some of our short films as well as some of our long-form podcasts. We've done four interview, four um, feature-length podcast episodes already. The most recent one, episode four, um, we did an interview with Jay Parker. We were very pleased to have him on as a guest. And um, my background is in health, dietetics, and nutrition. So I'm actually... Uh, very passionate about some of the animations and short films that I've done. Okay, I don't know what else he's going into. But, uh, so that's one explanation for, you know, we're all sitting here and we're wondering about when are these people going to be arrested if Trump is really on these people, what's going on, why are we not seeing anything? Because I'm concerned. I know anybody with any sense is concerned. Um... So he had a lot to say. We're not going to know. Um, but for anyone that has been wondering, I hope that that answered some questions. Um, his page is Dauntless Dialogue on YouTube. So check it out.